welcome to The Dungeon, a Minecraft podcast, episode 10. Today we will mine our way into the cave biomes. We will be speculating and adding to the existing ones, as well as creating our own, very own new cave biomes. Let's dig straight into it. First of all, yes, I do know the audio is just slightly dodgy. I know it goes from a little bit left to right, like if I do that. But I'm going to try stay as still as I can so it stays as normal as possible. Um, for my Minecraft life, I played a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons a while ago. Um, I'm not, I didn't do too much, but I did get some new gauntlets. So there's the gauntlets, which attack very fast. Then I got the soul gauntlets, so the soul version, where they, um, I guess, get souls. And I also have a death cap mushroom. Well, by the way, the gauntlets attack very, very fast. And along with the de- death cap mushroom, when you eat it, it improves your attack speed, like, really a lot. It improves your attack speed. Um, so I was attacking stupidly fast, 700 damage, and I also had the critical hit enchantment on them. So I got I got some good hits in easily over 5,000 damage. Sorry about that background noise. That kind of... I didn't really do anything else in my Minecraft life. Uh, for Minecraft, well, actually, no, let's start with podcast news. We don't have any new emails, sadly. But look at this 138 starts, 68 streams, 24 listeners, and 11 followers. I am very thankful for all the people that are listening and following this podcast. Uh, next, we have the Minecraft releases and change logs and whatnot. I know I covered a, covered a little bit of this Minecraft beta, um, a little bit of this, the new Minecraft beta, but the time I'm recording this is only the same one. Oh my goodness, I'm rambling. I'm going to, I only covered the bug frogs no longer eat goats. Now I'm going to do all of the bug fixes, we'll start with blocks. Cocoa pods placed on chunk borders don't break anymore upon reloading the world. Um, okay. I suppose that's a little bit of a minor bug, but sure. Next one is structure block structures now correctly transform, rotate, and slash or minus mirror so mirror multi-face blocks. Example, glow lichen. I don't understand, but I, I use a little bit of structure blocks, so I guess that's a good thing it's fixed. Our next section is gameplay. Fixed observer block retaining its lit state in the inventory if destroyed while blinking. So basically, if you destroy the observer while it's going off, so like if it notices something, and the light goes off in the back of it, and you break it at the, that exact moment, uh, it kind of saves that and shows that in the texture once you've mined it. So it shows the lit uh, observer, which is kind of funny. Next, we have fixed a bug where paintings could overlap with glow item frames, signs, banners, and torches. So if you've decorated your house with like, if you decorate your storage room with banners and you want to put a, um, I mean, not banners, item frames or glow item frames, um, and you want to, or maybe even signs and torches, and you want to put a painting down, then your painting covers your items. I suppose some people could use that to their advantage, but uh, not really. Um, next is pillager outposts now spawn, up the, now spawn the correct number of pillagers and golems. I'm guessing that means they either, sorry, I'm guessing that means they either did some very extreme spawning or spawned like no pillagers and no golems, which either of those is very bad. 
And next we have for the graphical bugs, boats will no longer disappear when getting out of them after a long ride. So if you've like been riding across an ocean, like if you spawn on an island in the middle of the ocean and you, oh my goodness, it's cats looking through the fireplace right now. We have a double-sided fireplace so you can see through it. It's quite funny. Um, back to the topic, boats will no longer disappear after getting out of the long ride. So if you spawned in the ocean and there's like a few trees on your island and you break the trees and you make a boat and you're sailing out, when you get out of your boat after finally finding land, the boat disappears. Which is kind of funny. Boat oars now have the same colour as the boat. Um, uh, this is quite funny because I can just imagine riding in a dark oak boat and then having oak oars. That's quite funny. For mob bugs, untamed cats can now be leashed. Okay, I'm not sure if that was a bug or not, but I'll take it. Guardians and Elder Guardians no longer sink while targeting an enemy or the player. So like they're shooting with a laser beam and they just start sinking in the water. That's quite funny. Uh, I wish I I wish I had the Bedrock Edition. I want to see these funny bugs. Like the um, uh, goats. Oh no, frogs eating goats. That's quite funny. Um, next is the user interface bugs. The construction tab on the inventory screen now has the correct colour when using Pocket UI. Okay. Fixed an issue with missing inventory slots when using Pocket when using Pocket UI. Okay. Fixed an issue with blank inventory slots in the creative inventory, which could cause interaction issues in the world. That doesn't sound that great, but I'm glad it's fixed. Next, world generation bugs. Chests and mob spawners now correctly now spawn correctly in structures. So like I can imagine like a chest spawning on the roof of the dungeon. Next we have uh, technical updates for stability and performance. Reduced memory and load times for ticking areas. That's good. Game test and framework. Experimental. Added function set velocity. Sets velocity of this entity. Added property view vector. Oh, I don't really understand. This is kind of all the... Technical updates. So from now on, when I'm ever reading like a new beta, I'll just read the features and bug fixes, bug fixes, and like experimental experimental features for like updates for release change logs and Java edition of Bedrock or oh, actual releases. There aren't any. I'm not really that surprised. I would really like to see a Java edition snapshot. Um. Next, we have listener emails, but we don't have any. So I guess we'll get on to our reviews. For review one, we're reviewing a mob, and the mob is the chicken. And I will remember the ratings. So the chicken is a small mob. It lays eggs every now and then. Um, it spawns in pretty much any grassy biome, sometimes even the foresty ones. Uh, they have very little health. Um, the chicken is a pretty good mob for the egg drops, like you can use it in baking and crafting. Also, I can see now my um, audio thing. Um, my audio is going a little bit bonky, so please stay with me. I'll try and edit it after this recording. So the chicken, I would probably give a 5 XP levels out of 10. I mean, it's a good mob. It drops meat that you can eat. And feathers, which you use for crafting arrows, and of course eggs. 
Um, but I never find myself using eggs that much. Otherwise, I'll just pick one up randomly. Like I'm walking along and having an adventure and I find an egg. I'll just pick it up and throw it at the nearest tree and hope it makes a chicken. <laughs> um, that's about all for the chicken. Not the greatest mob. Maybe improve it a little bit. For next review, we have tall grass. Which is, so there's the grass block. Then there is the um, tall grass, which is kind of this sticky uppy grass. It can either be one high or two high. No way, it's t the t tall grass is the too high grass. I personally find it very annoying. The only good thing about it is that it breaks seeds, but you can also get that when you break it, you have a sorry when you break it, you have a chance to get seeds. Um, but I suppose that also happens with ordinary grass, so like the one high grass. Otherwise, I find it very annoying. It gets in the way, and often with shaders, um, that. The grass makes a shadow and often that because there's so much of it it lags out your game so I would give tall grass a 2 out of 10 for XP levels it is not a great block I don't really like it that much next we have our Minecraft Dungeons review I'll be reviewing the blacksmith merchant um, which I have rated a 3 out of 3 in enchantment points the reason is he is the dude so say you have a level 26 mace um, and you really 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 like it and you want to upgrade it um, so you give it to the blacksmith well by the way so the mace is level 28 and you are level like 36 and you really want to keep using the mace but it's under your level so it's not doing that much damage so you give it to the blacksmith you pay him some emeralds and you have to do Complete, complete three missions that either says complete in default or higher, adventure or higher, or apocalypse or higher. This difficulties, by the way. Um, and then he will upgrade it. <laughs> Sorry about that, I got a block nose. And uh, upgrading has been a key part whenever I play Minecraft Dungeons, I will always use it. Up, use the blacksmith. He's my favorite villager. Um, so yeah, three out of three enchantment points. Go, Mr. Blacksmith. I can just hear, I can just imagine hearing from my Minecraft Dungeons opening, and then he goes, thank you very much. Hrrr. Bad villager noises. <laughs> that kind of sums up our reviews. <clears throat> Sorry. Now for our main topic, we are doing caves. So the current big, like, cave biomes are like the... Not the spaghetti caves and noodle caves. I know they're technically cave biomes, but I'm going to be reviewing the main big cave biomes. So we have the lush caves and the lush cave rather, and the dripstone cave. The lush cave is a very green biome. It um generates moss, carpets, ordinary moss, azalea saplings, flowering azalea saplings, tall grass, clay, water, drip leaf, small drip leaf cave vines and glowberries by the way glowberries i know when you plant a glowberry it turns into a glowberry vine and people call it that but it's actually called a cave vine i know i'm being very technical <laughs> sorry people um i know you can also get axolotls in lush caves and tropical fish in lush caves those are the mobs um what else goes in lush caves spore blossoms you can get spore blossoms in lush caves um, spore blossoms are like flowers that generate on the roof of the biome. 
the hanging flowers and they create a green particle effect that I like a lot. Uh, glowberries um, are vines or cave vines are vines that sometimes will grow glowberries and those glowberries emit a light level 15 I think. Email me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com if I'm wrong. Um, of course you can get tall grass and ordinary grass in there um, which you can break to get seeds but otherwise I don't like tall grass. Mm, I wonder I've got that from. Uh, clay, it's a good source of clay if you're not near a swamp or wherever you wherever else you get clay, riverbed. Um, moss is a very nice block, I like it. And of course, azalea saplings. You can also, if you go, you find a lush cave by having a azalea tree generate above it in any biome and you see that azalea tree and if you dig down you d it like generates a path of rooted dirt underneath the azalea tree and if you dig through all that you'll dig into a lush cave and on the top of the lush cave where the rooted dirt touches the touches the cave it generates um hanging vines which are harvested with shears otherwise they drop nothing um so i always collect all rooted dirt and hanging roots i think it's hanging roots no hanging vines and I always collect them because I find them quite rare and hard to come by. I suppose I don't fall much in lush caves. So the good things about the lush caves are obviously glowberries. Oh yeah, I forgot to say you can also eat them. They're a food source, but they're not the greatest food source. So lush caves are actually a good um, ca cave to live in. Because first of all, because of the glowberries, it's ordinary quite lit up. And then you've got water nearby. You've got the azalea saplings or just azalea. And flowering azalea um, and if you bone me of those they turn into azalea trees which you can then get wood from and then you've got tall grass which you can break for seeds and then you can um, create a farm and of course since they're caves they generate ores around here and there um, you've got moss so moss is basically a cheaty way of mining if you bone meal it it turns all the stone and all that stuff around it into moss but it doesn't turn the ores into moss. So technically you can mine with it, but it's quite hard to do. Um, so the Lush Cave is a pretty good biome. I would pro I'm going to rate it right now. It's not in my notes, but I'm going to do it anyway. I would probably rate it a... Sorry. I think I might have it cold. I'm probably going to rate it maybe a... Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 it's a great biome it's very pretty it's like nothing else mojang has ever put into the game before it's my favorite cave biome next we have the dripstone cave which normally is the only blocks in it are dripstone blocks and dri pointed dripstone which are like the stalactites and stalactites and stalagmites and also generates little pools of water I find these caves are quite pretty, they generate quite funny, they generate all sorts of funny things. So of course you get the dripstone blocks which generate on the floor and the ceiling of the cave. They also generate massive like huge dripstone kind of pillars from the top of the cave down to the bottom. They can get stuff like 50 blocks thick. It's really cool. It's probably one of my favourite things about the dripstone cave is just the size of the pillars you can get in there. Um, they're quite it's quite an exciting cave to explore um and then you've got the pointed dripstone which can also be used as a trap block um if you 
fall on it, like if you stand on a dripstone, you start jumping on it. Every time you land on it, it takes half hard damage. So if you land on it from a high height, then you're going to take a lot of damage. I'm not sure how much more it does, but I know it does quite a bit. Um, For the dripstone cave, it's quite hard to live in. It's more of the explorey type cave because it doesn't have any food sources. Well, I suppose you can get zombies spawning in there and zombies equals rotten flesh. Um, but living in it would be quite hard. You might have rotten flesh as food, but again, it's not a great food source. You've got lots of mobs spawning because it's a dark cave. Um, there's a danger of falling on dripstone, pointed dripstone. So otherwise, it's a very hard cave biome to live in. So I'd, um, overall, I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. It's really cool looking it's a great addition to the game um it whenever i go on one it always looks quite majestic and that i always like that but it's not very easy to live in i suppose it was never intended to be lived in um but otherwise it is a very very good biome all those cave biomes are very very good now let's add our own cave biomes because currently the big cave biomes there are only two when i was exploring 1.18 because once you've seen one Stripstone Cave, you've seen them all. Once you've seen one Lush Cave, you've seen them all. So I'd like to see some more cave biomes. So let's start with the glowing caves. These are all ideas I came up with myself, by the way. So first of all, glowing caves would have beetles. I would like to see big, chunky beetles the size of bees that... They crawl over everything, kind of like spiders, but they can crawl on roofs. They're kind of like a, more of a, kind of a skulk colour, but maybe more blue and less green, and with pincers on the front. Um, maybe make them, maybe if you attack them, they attack you, but they only do a tiny amount of damage. Next, the colour, well, first of all, the colour scheme has kind of a dark green with a tiny bit of blue in there. It's kind of like, um, the skulk colours in 1.19. Um, but with a little bit more green in them. Um, next on my notes, what does that say? I can't read my notes. Um, okay, let's um, skip that. Um, we've got a new water or new liquid, if you like. Um, it is a um kind of the same color. It's more of a um. Actually, no, it's kind of the skulk color liquid because water's blue, and if you make it into a um, kind of put the color, mix the colors together. You kind of get the skulk color. Maybe make it more bright, so it's a little bit different. Um, and it spreads the same distance as lava. Um, but it spreads at the same speed as water. Um, excuse me. You can put it in the Nether, and items will travel in it. Um. Oh, what else does it do? Oh yeah, my it teleports you if you touch it teleports you randomly within four blocks so it's not overpowered but you could use it as a trap and it also could save your life or it could end it because if you teleports you over a cliff then unless you're very good at mlg you've got a if, unless you're great at mlging and you've got a water bucket then you're pretty much dead um next for the um it's called glowing caves talked about the beetles I would like to see glowing fungus so kind of like the nether fungus um like the whatever they're called crimson fungus and warped fungus 
but they kind of look like crimson fungus except they're a little bit more bulbous and they are they kind of emit a light level of five so not a very bright light level um but it's still a light level um so it's kind of a new light source if you want to make like a creepy build uh, next is the glowing trees which are about the average oak tree size maybe six seven blocks tall i think it's six um um and the leaves are kind well it's got a bluey wood and the leaves are a dark green and they emit a light level of 10 so we have a leaf light block which is what i really like about this idea that i came up with um next we have glowing towers which is a new structure they're a little bit smaller than pillager outposts um they only generate when there's space obviously so they can't generate in the roof so they generate um and there's these beetles the beetles that i talked about before they live in these and it's kind of like got lots of infested blocks in it um not fested but um glowing blocks so like the beetles have like made the stone glowing i suppose like in these towers you've got the um blue wood from the trees obviously and the planks from it um and the, all the blocks some of the blocks are the stone bricks and cracked stone bricks but they are glowing stone bricks and glowing cracked stone bricks bricks which have a very slight bluey texture to them and they emit a light level of about let's go with seven a light level seven and there's also glow lichen on them just to add a little bit more effect and of course you can get a loot chest in the top with let's go with desert temple loot because we're going to make this structure quite rare and pillager at post loot sucks um next is glowing gems another thing that could possibly thing for the loot that could generate in these towers glowing gems are kind of like um they look a bit like how a kid would draw a diamond um and they're blue and when you hold when you wait no that's the wrong thing i'm thinking of if you have optifine installed and dynamic lighting on if you hold them they emit a light level of 10 and you can combine these glowing gems with your chest plate on a smithing table and when you have it on your armor it repels mobs if creepers oh, that i'm, I'm kind of going rantling red i don't i don't know what i'm saying but um the beetles will come towards you if you have this gem in you and mobs within a one block radius um every five seconds will be or five block radius every five seconds they will be forced to walk out of that block area so if you're being swarmed it could save your life um they are loot they generate in these towers and that's the only way to only way to get them um next we have glowing infestation i don't know what that means oh yeah um the beetles um when they breed they create tiny beetles and these beetles will then bury themselves into a stone block and then when you break that stone block and big an ordinary beetle like the big beetle comes out um so it's basically a way to farm these beetles not that they drop much they probably drop string 
Maybe they could drop their pincers. And maybe with these pincers, you could customize armor and put them on your helmet to make kind of like horns on your helmet, if you'd like. That'd be cool. Um, next, we have Enderman spawn in the biome. Sorry, I really can't read my notes. Enderman would spawn in the biome, not very frequently. Kind of like they do in warped forests, but not quite as much. So like every now and then they'll spawn. Um, I would like to see glowing frogs. So they'd be maybe two by two blocks wide, so they're fat frogs. Um, so they're quite big frog, quite big frogs, and they glow. Of course they glow. Not with a highlight level, just a light level of five. Um, but when you kill them, of course if you hit them, they'll attack you back, dealing two and a half hearts of damage with no armor on. Um, and when you kill them, they drop some goo. And with this goo, you can right-click on any block, and the goo kind of creates a layer on the block and make emits a light level of seven. For some reason, my screen's just dimming, probably because it's so late. Um, so it's a way to create any block into a light source. Also, these frogs can teleport because that'd be just awesome. And by the way, if you hit them, they have a fifty percent chance to poison you for one second. Um, also glow squid would spawn in these caves, because glow squid, it's a glow cave, and that'd be, well the cave is kind of the same colour as glow squid, and then I'd also like to see a glow cactus, which is quite a common plant, the only weird thing about it is it um, can be placed on the underside of blocks, um, the maximum height it can be is 5 tall, um, and it emits a light level of three, so not very light, but just quite a dim light source. And if you touch them, it's double the damage of a normal cactus, and it has a 25% chance of poisoning you. So these caves are very beautiful, but quite dangerous, um, but the reward is worth it. Um, so next we have, for this is a new cave biome, we have the island caves. I was very excited when I was creating these caves. What I made is so that the island caves are a very rare biome, but they are also very, very, very big, up to 10,000 blocks wide. They have no bedrock, so it's just open to the void. They have only small floating islands, so no big land. Um, It's kind of like the end islands, so it's like maybe 20 blocks deep from the surface, then it's just nothing. It's a void and floating these floating islands. Um, that's what I like about this cave biome. It's so weird and strange and different. Um, there'd be a new stone type called void stone, which is like ordinary stone, but kind of with a darker hint. And those little particles that you see in the void, the end portal. Um, the, I can't read. The gen, the only way to get void stone is when it generates an Y level minus 30 to y level minus 64 um that's the generating so the minimum build limit basically next we have a new light source which is a glow bush it is edible um and it is up to five by five big um it generates on the higher floating islands and there's also 
So all the islands are completely made of stone and, and the void stone, obviously. And on the upper void islands, the not the void stone ones, there is a dark greeny, more kind of like a um, no, not green, maybe maybe a dark pink reddy, um, um, very very faint though. Maybe like this grass is this color that generates on top of the um stone blocks, um. So and you can silk touch it to get that um block. Um, it's kind of like stone mycelium, kind of like what they have in the nether, actually, with the warped mycelium, nylium, sorry, and crimson nylium. Um, and next we have a new mob. It's a hostile mob. It is called the Void Squid. And, of course, it flies. Um, it will, it's a hostile mob, so it flies towards you, and it hits you. Um, its attack radius is between, in 20 blocks, if it's in 20, within 20 blocks of you, it will try to attack you. It drops um, maybe 10 XP, because um, it's quite hard to hit, because of course it flies away again. And it drops another thing to customise your armour. It drops squid wings, which you can put on your boots, which kind of give them like the little wings on your boots. I've seen a lot of um, texture packs and mods that do that with boots. And also, when you've got them on your boots, it makes you run... Pardon me. It makes you run 10% faster. <laughs> That's all I've got from the vo um, void caves. I didn't really have much time to write them down. And that kind of sums up our main topic. Thank you very much for listening to this long episode. Also, by the way, if the notice list jump cuts, I'm trying something different. So I'm recording the intro, then I'm recording everything as once. So all the um, Minecraft releases, my Minecraft life, all that stuff. And also the um, main topic and reviews as one segment. So right now the segment is at uh, wait till twenty nine minutes and thirty seconds. So quite a long segment. I guess we better get onto our outro. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Dungeon, a Minecraft podcast. You can email me at thedungeonideas at gmail.com. And remember, when I get to 50 listeners, I will be opening a Discord server. Um, and I'll post the link. Or I'll post the link in the show notes. And you can join and we can talk about ideas to put on the show. I'll see you in episode 11.